0: hello everyone and welcome back to the rundown I will be your host today Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the west coast the left coast behind the Iron Curtain otherwise known as the Sierras but as we all know I do not do this program by myself
1: nope my name is Mike purewoski welcome to the rundown 2A views conservative news Craig it's a it's a great day it's a great day we got we got we got great news for everybody and uh we got new news for everybody and uh how's your day going so far it is
0: going phenomenally. It is thirsty Thursday, man, and I am uh, well. Needless to say, I am
1: uh, I am enjoying myself. Ah, yes. Just keep your hands above the table. That's good. Um, <laughs> we, we... Yeah, right. Okay. So things are going well. Things are going well here. Things are going well here as well. So good. To, good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Excellent. Shall we? Excellent. Uh, shall we include? Shall we include our uh, our viewer and listenership on our our, our little? Little teaser we've been doing for a couple of days here, and now we're finally ready to make the announcement?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. will not you go
1: ahead and uh, uh, let them know, what's up? Yeah, if you look down over there, you'll see that we've been uh, putting the uh, Hitman Industries logo in there. And uh, I know that might seem uh, random if you didn't know what it was, but <laughs> that's why we're telling you what it is. Uh, newest sponsor joining the rundown is Hitman Industries. Uh, Hitman Industries is a barrel manufacturer, uh, and they're they're one that has not normally put their name out there. They've been a component in uh, in. Let's just say this: if you own a an AR series rifle, fifty percent chance the barrel in it comes from Hitman Industries. So that's that's how widespread they are. They're just now branding themselves outside of components, so you can get their barrels directly. Uh, for anything that you may want to do so we are very happy to have hitman industries with us it's hitmanindustries.net hitmanindustries.net.net sure you so you can go there and you can scoop up whatever you need let me by the way
0: just so you know if you go to their website there aren't just barrels there they're a barrel manufacturer but you can get whatever i mean there are numerous various different firearm parts and whatnot that you can get there at their
1: website it's uh tons of good stuff yes great to have them great to have them a nice proud florida company as well i might add and uh and veteran owned and operated as well veteran owned and operated
0: well that's good so to have them it you know it's kind of nice to have veteran-owned companies you know kind of you know on either side just kind of bookending the california republican assembly right there because you know we've got uh uscombatgear.com yes on Not the know. other end and then we've got hitman industries and then we've got the uh, well, very, very pro-American, pro-military, pro-veteran, uh, the California Republican Assembly. Yes, there
1: are Republicans yes, in do. California.
0: <laughs> just so you know. Yes,
1: there are. <laughs> there are. And I picture them all in like one giant gymnasium with the doors barricaded, trying to fight back the hord- the hordes. Yeah. It-, it feels that way. <laughs> it does feel
0: that <laughs> way sometimes. Every once in a while, we get a chance. And in leadership, we get the chance. We get together and meet. And we just
1: like we don't feel we don't feel so alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I picture like they come to the door, they got to knock three times. The slide comes open. They go, "What's the password?" And then mm-hmm. they, you say something like, you know, Reagan Bush, nineteen eighty, and then they let you in. You know.
0: <laughs> oh no 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 no! Make California great again. <laughs> you yeah, to make California
1: great. Again. There,
0: you go. there you go. Yep. Well, one two. Well, let's see, in my lifetime, California has always been. It, it's been a purple to blue state. Uh, just before my lifetime, it was actually a very, a somewhat red state. Yeah. Uh, very kind of Republican. So yeah, very much, very much so times change times change. That's right. <laughs> hey folks, however you are paying attention to the program, do us a favor. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, and encourage your friends to do the same. Let them know there are tons of ways in which to watch or to listen, but make sure that you listen. I won't, I won't go through all of them today. Cause we already kind of went through, uh, Went, th- went through a good amount of banter today. So but make, you guys make sure that you, uh, that you watch, make sure that you listen and you encourage your friends to do that. Do that stuff. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. All right. Let's get into today's news. Now, this, was a, this is actually a very a fun one. Uh, we lament, and I've been, I've been working in the 2A two, two rights community for, for quite a while now. And one of the biggest challenges that I think we have sometimes is that many, oftentimes what happens is though our industry partners, those who manufacture firearms, in particular, the larger companies tend, while they, while, while many of them tend to support the second amendment, many of the larger companies tend to be very, very quiet when it comes to their support of the second amendment. Well, one company in particular, Smith and Wesson, uh, after being called out or called to Congress, uh, to come and testify and talk about uh, their killing machines, as uh, Congress would likely would would put it, uh, Smith and Wesson has actually fired back uh, in a uh, was well, start off in a, this fire, fired back in a letter which they sent to Congress, basically telling them, uh, you know, go jump in a lake and directing. Uh, actually, in my opinion, what I really like about this particular letter, Mike, was they actually are directing the blame exactly where it should be. And I, I figured I would give you the pleasure of sharing some of the details that are in the
1: letter. Oh yeah, Let me give you a little more, a little more background. No, yeah. first, um, you, you know, like Craig said, like you said, the the Smith and Wesson uh, just uh, decided they'd had enough. There's there's a lot of gun companies out there that uh, that have told uh you know uh, atf and other people know i mean and, and for instance uh there's i you know these are usually the the middle or smaller companies but uh they've told states that have like california new york or you know they have they have bans or certain sort of a uh, restrictions on firearms and their firearms have to be modified before they can be sold in that state um and then then they get those states and law enforcement from that state says they'd like to purchase a firearm for instance. Uh, I, I remember when the NYPD was looking for rifles and they reached out looking uh, to a couple of gun companies and the gun companies told them, sure, we'll sell you the banned rifles. And they said, no, no, we're exempt. And the company said, no, no, I don't see an exemption in the Second Amendment. Um, so they they told them no. So there's there's many companies out there that have stood up. Um, but Smith and Wesson is definitely the largest of these companies to come around recently and say, you know, get get bent. Uh if you recall from last week, uh, the, the testimony on Congress, uh, they they requested Smith and Wesson provide information about uh, research on their AR-15s and AR-15s involved in crimes, and uh, because you know clearly insinuating that the AR-15 is the one out there committing the crime. And uh, Smith and Wesson does make an AR-15 platform. Well, this letter was in response to that. And Craig, let's you got that letter there. Let's pull up some of these good quotes and, and give it give it to the folks out there. Let them see what uh, what this letter says to them hold on pulling it up as we speak folks and this is a this is a not only a a, a great uh, letter from Smith and Wesson but it's it's a it's almost a, a great to see cuz back in 2000 during uh, the last days of the Clinton administration the the then management of Smith and Wesson got with uh, Bill Clinton and worked on the task force to add more restrictions to you and you know purchasing firearms and uh, um you know doing doing research and uh, and they 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 took heat from their customers i mean to the point where smith and wesson was looking to go out of business at one point uh before uh, you know rebounding in fact it was probably 9 11 that saved them because people wanted to you know then take up arms to defend themselves from terrorists um and now to see you know 20 22 years later them turn around and go full on you know uh, um the british are coming you know with this letter it's is a great thing to see. Well, they, uh, they tried you... appeasement and recognized that appeasement wasn't going to work. It didn't work. Correct. Correct. So let's see this letter there, Craig. Let's take a look at it together here. Give some nice quotes from it. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it goes on. And, and I, some of the great things in here, it says, um, we are proud of our 107-year history. We are proud of of the commitment of all employees to making it quality product. We are proud to provide law-abiding citizens and law enforcement, our customers, with the tools to provide their security and independence. We are proud of our responsible business practices. Um, it talks about the Second Amendment in here. It says several times uh, that the Second Amendment is uh, you know, what they defend and what they support. It's 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 really great. If you get a chance, we don't have time to read the whole letter to you, but the one the one part that
0: I want to make sure to, that I want to make sure to point out here is is actually up near the top uh, where it says some have the uh, some have had the audacity su- to suggest that after they vilified, undermined and defunded law enforcement for years, supported prosecutors who refused to hold criminals accountable for their actions, overseeing the decay of our country's mental health infrastructure, and generally promoted a culture of lawlessness. Smith & Wesson and other firearm manufacturers are somehow responsible for the crime wave that has predictably resulted from these destructive policies. And Mike, you know that, man, that's been my, my thing yeah. all along is what they're doing is they're distracting away from the policies that, that they put in place and, uh, you know, that's the, that's the real issue. The real issue here is not just that the crime wave is taking right. place, but that it's their fault. It's their policies and they don't
1: want anyone to know. And it was nice to see Smith and Wesson actually point that out. Yeah, it was, it was great. And, um, you know, when given this subpoena from Congress, they just sent this letter, which was, which was nice. Right. That was the, the big, uh, hey, uh, put my chair out there, put a microphone in front of it, and just uh, somebody read the letter if they want to. They didn't even go to read it to Congress. They just said, here's our response to your subpoena. Right. You wonder if they're going to get a contempt of Congress, uh,
0: getting a charge with contempt of Congress.
1: Oh, is there such a charge? Uh, I was was waiting for Congress to be charged with contempt of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, there are a number of –
0: well, if you you realize now, see, there used to be a time if you got if you got char if you refused a subpoena or refused to yep. comply with a subpoena, you you know, they really didn't do anything. Well, now yep. under this Democrat-controlled uh, Congress, now they've decided that uh, people actually get arrested and uh, go to jail for contempt yeah. of Congress.
1: Yeah, take me to Congress, take me to Congress jail. Let's do it. I have contempt
0: for you, Congress. Let me just say, yes, I have.
1: As I have I, plenty that I could testify about.
0: As as I said, but as I said in our in our pre-show meeting, my, my entire testimony would uh, would consist of "f you." No.
1: Oh, there F-U. you go. That would do no. it. That would do it. Prepare giant binders with it, in every page just say that. Just <laughs> you would just say "f you," and you could just just continue to refer them to different pages, sir. If you'll take a look at page ninety-seven. I'm <laughs> It's it's the same comments. Yeah, you see our exactly. deta- our detailed analysis
0: of of your job yeah. performance. Yep. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly right. I'm just sorry. It, 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 it's, it's
0: when you when you realize that these hearings, especially nowadays, are it's a dog and pony show, and that's all it ever. That's all it really is. It's not about arriving at the truth. Um, it's not about getting any real information. It's really just about them grandstanding. And I would just throw it right back in their face. It's like, you know, if they were to say, you are going to be charged with contempt of Congress. Be like, I couldn't even begin to tell you how much contempt I have for you, Congressman.
1: That's right, yeah. (laughs) I hereby charge you with contempt of citizenry. How about that? Right, right. I'd be like, like, I am am guilty because I have so much contempt for you. (laughs) That's it, yep. Here's my subpoena. I'll see you at the range. You know, meet me there. Well, it's, and a it's a subpoena. It's a from the citizens to appear at the range. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, preferably
0: downrange. Oh, I didn't say that. I would not <laughs> want to oh.
1: I'm just saying. Violence. I'm just saying. I I, I doubt. Oh, you that. meant just to help you put the targets up. I got. Yes. You. I got you. A little, a little yes. teamwork. What's gonna work? Teamwork.
0: <laughs> you go? You're gonna do that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. See, you feel me. You feel me. All right, now this next one, okay, I wish I could say that I was surprised about this, but we all know that there's a certain level or degree of censorship when it comes to, in particular, the news and the commentary. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a, the story is probably about a week ago. We first heard about this about a week or so ago, but uh, there's a former uh, writer slash editor with the New York Times who does a podcast now, and they actually had uh, former Senator... Not former senator, current senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, uh, on their on her podcast. Her name is uh, Barry Barry Weiss Weiss and Barry Weiss, and they were talking. She was talking about uh, an incident where he had actually uh, written an op ed piece. Now this was right around right after uh, George Floyd uh, was uh, was killed by law enforcement, uh, was killed by the officer, uh, whatever dude's name was. Um, but anyway, so right after that, one of the things he did was he actually had put together a bill addressing uh, police reform. Basically, I mean something that that should have been a bill that should have been supported by or something that should have been supported by Democrats. Well, he put in the op ed and a member of the editorial staff was like, yeah, no, we really don't. I mean, first of all, they didn't they didn't want to run it. And a member of the editorial staff was like, asked, said, well, do you really think Tim Scott, or do you, I'm sorry, do you really think Republicans care about minority rights? And uh, a a more junior member of the editorial staff said, well, I believe Tim Scott cares about minority rights. And then this senior member of the editorial staff there at the New York uh, Times said, well, let's run it by Chuck Schumer before we publish it. So in other words, the insinuation, Mike, was that uh, the, the New York Times was running, uh, w- was basically getting approval from Chuck Schumer, uh, the majority leader of the Senate, before they would run op-eds by Republicans. Uh, and by the way, this op-ed piece never actually ran in the New York Times. Uh, and mind you, this was also right around, at the, right around the same time that a piece by Tom Cotton, uh, was actually run in the New York Times and uh, as a result of it and the backlash from some members of the editorial staff the the then opinion editor wound up getting fired or having to resign uh, for actually running a, an op-ed a commentary by a republican senator by a sitting Republican senator.
1: Yes, yeah, you know what makes it uh you know even more uh, outrageous to me, Craig is. And for those that don't know it and don't follow the members of Congress, uh, uh, Senator Senator Tim Scott is, a, is an African-American gentleman. So, you know, they were saying he had obviously that was the comment they were saying kind of like a smart, smart aleck remark. Well, well, minority matters matter to him, as if to say it doesn't matter to anybody else, because if they're not a minority, minority issues don't matter. And, and that was the I think that I found that, uh, you know, pretty outrageous was that. Uh, well, white guys don't care about or white women don't care about issues of minorities. It was uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty offensive. And again, like you said, for them to 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 run this past old Chucky Schumer, uh, you know, who's who's the New York Times working for here? You know, who's who's who are they? Who are they? Te- whose team are they really on? Well, I think we've known that for a while. But but look who, uh, you know, look, look who uh, just proved it. Well, yeah.
0: And. I mean here's
1: the thing man and i I do a
0: lot i've, I've I'm doing more writing now than i than I, I used to do a lot of writing before I started doing video stuff and i've I've actually gotten back to doing a lot of writing and it's um it's interesting because you know I have relationships with people at publications that uh are uh we'll just say left of center uh and interestingly yes. uh they always have a hard time running my pieces they they almost it's very difficult it's challenging. Some of their editorial staff is well. We need a balanced perspective, and I'm like, have you not read your publication? I'm like, this piece is <laughs> yeah. doesn't even come close to balancing ninety percent of the dribble of this of the left wing dribble that is in your publication. You don't need balance. You, I, I am literally the one providing the balance. Uh, ex, you know, because you know, you, they're offering the left perspective. I'm offering the right. They're offering lies. I'm offering truth. They're offering opinions. I'm offering fact. It seems like a good balance to me. But the problem is, right? yeah, no, I'm too. Cons- I, the problem is, is, it's a perspective that they can't, uh, that they're not very they, that they can't oppose. They're not very good at it. And I, and I, as a as a as a person of color in particular, I have left the plantation, and they are not very happy about it. And the same things Ooh. true here of Tim Scott is people don't like. Democrats, liberals in particular, don't like Tim Scott because he has uh, uh, because he has left the liberal plantation.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know, Quite metaphorically and physically as well. Um, <laughs> it's good to see, uh, uh, you know, it, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. You listen to him talk and you listen to his, uh, his background and his history and you're like, uh, I, I don't know how. You know, we don't have more you know African American Republican senators. You know, it just because it's a it's a common history. It's nothing unique to him that caused him to he didn't get struck by a Republican light bolt, lightning bolt or anything. You know, he just had the normal everyday upbringing from uh, that that you'd experience, and mm-hmm. he became a Republican over it. That's a, I I met him. I want to. I met him back in the early two thousand
0: mid to early two thousands uh, when he was still in Congress. And I will just right. tell you, there are few people in public office who are as humble and uh, and down right. to earth as uh, yeah. as 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 uh, Senator Tim Scott. He is just one of the nicest people in, you will ever meet. Probably, in my right. opinion, the nicest person in politics you will ever meet, ever, ever. And I don't yep. care what side of the yep. aisle you're on. He will be. He is just. Uh, he is just. He is. He's a really, really good guy. Uh, but he's also a very smart guy. And that's the other thing. Um, If you look at any of the legislation, any of the legislative successes that that Trump had, a number of them uh, were guided through the legislative process by Senator Tim Scott. Yes, they were. I hear there are rumors that uh, he, there are a lot of people that are speculating he wants to run for president. And I'm like, please, Senate majority leader, please. It's time for Mitch McConnell to go.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep, let him and him and Chucky go down retirement lane together. Yes, sir. That would be that would be a good thing. That would
0: definitely be a good
1: thing. Yep, yep.
0: All right, moving right along. Um, all right, Mike. This was, this was okay. So this was crazy. So you had an incident where, down in Tech, down in Texas, you had the the Texas National Guard, right? Actually yes. locked a gate. So there was a gate. That was there, in here. Matter of fact, I'll let you see the gate. So here you have a gate that was closed and locked by the Texas National Guard, and for some reason, the Border Patrol
1: opened the gate. What was? What's the story going on here? Well, this, the story's going on is that your uh, the president supports illegal immigration is, is is what what the story is. You have the Texas National Guard. Now the thing that haven't been able to find out yet. Craig is um, the the guard can be answering to one or two one of two commanders, depending on who's paying the check. You know, depending on the orders that are cut, so they could be on state duty. And we know there's a huge number of Texas National Guard on state active duty working for the governor there, uh, Governor Abbott in Texas, and their job is to secure the border. Uh, and and it's they're securing the border with infrastructure. Okay, they're not out there, uh, you know, using force or anything like that. They're making sure that the border stays patrolled and the border stays, stays secure. Uh, or they could be federalized and be under the command of the president and, and the Pentagon. Um, so not sure which, but if I had to bet, I'd say they were under state control. Mm-hmm. They went along, they ensured that these gates are locked. And by the way, this gate in particular, Craig, is on private property as well. So the, the guard had already had a relationship with that, with that owner to make sure property was patrolled and the gate was secure. Well, I guess the gate secure was just too much for the Border Patrol to stand. So they had excess people that wanted to come into the country. So they just went and opened the gate and allowed hundreds, thousands of people, uh, illegal immigrants, to just come in unchecked, and let them go. Well, and I'm, I'm assuming that,
0: that the Border Patrol agents didn't necessarily like this, but they were probably ordered to do so.
1: Oh, of course they are. You know, and, yeah. and listen, I don't. You know, you might want to think that the Border Patrol is 100% leaning one way, but, you know, they're they're probably a lot like the military. It's probably, it's different than society. It's probably more along the lines of a 80-20 split on their political views, but there's still that 20% out there that have no problem opening that gate and letting them wander through.
0: Yeah, I just, this is, I mean, now mind you folks, you think about when you hear about the 2.5 million that have entered the country in the last year, uh, those are just the one, those are just the people we know about right that's not including people who've snuck in and that is something that is now consistent and by the way when people talk about the united states it was the funniest thing my wife was sitting up there listening to someone talk about our open border policy she's like we have an open border policy i said no our policy our policy in in word is that uh we have a secure border (laughs) that and when you say it that's what that's what you're saying now our policy in practice is we don't even have a border.
1: Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Basically what the border patrol is doing now. Uh, well, what they're supposed to be doing now, besides just opening gates and letting people in. Like, so if you come through a checkpoint and you're coming from uh, out, you're not a U.S. citizen returning back through, you get to say, well, for, they, they, they'll ask you for ID because they want to identify you and make your, right. make sure you're not a wanted felon by Interpol or something like that. They get your name. Right. Um, they get uh, whatever identification copies they can, and then they let you in. There's, right. there's no, there's no other method. There's no other, there's no other hold back. There's no other. What's your asylum status? You know, what's your reason for being here? It's just, oh, we just want to identify you. So they're they're just doing a check IDs at the club door. Well, you know? they
0: are. If they're here, if they're entering illegally, then they are actually issuing them a, a summons to show up in court. And they're finding that less than half of less than half are actually showing up on their court in court on their court date. Unless of course they enter illegally through a gate that they open for them. Yeah, there you go. And by the way, just so you know, uh, you're paying for it. Just oh, in yeah. case you didn't know. Even if you're not paying for yeah. it directly, yep.
1: you're paying for it. Yep. Which Absolutely. is like I said, still you, it's only a matter you. it's only a matter of time before they start issuing them social security numbers. At the border, that way they can collect their federal benefits. It's only a matter of time.
0: It, it is. It is only a matter of time because though that's how. Once again, that's how. That's how their policies appear to be working. Just. Yep. Just yep. so you know. All right, Mike. Uh, you brought up this next one, so I'm going to let you go
1: ahead and share this next story. No sorority. No sorority for you. Bring to bring the title page up. I'm just going to read the headline of this title here, and then we'll have the discussion. Right. The headline of this title. You know, was one of them, uh, you know, spit out coffee moments, right? So let's, uh, let's bring up the front page on this so I can read this. Um, transgender student Grant Sykes, and that's not, that's not him, by the way, in the video below, that's not him. Um, transgender student Grant Sykes rejected from every university of Alabama sorority. There you go. You, and you, now, now give me, let me go down, Craig. Let's get the first couple sentences in here. Let's read this to the folks, uh, Keep going a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further. There we go. Um, Grant Sykes wrote on Instagram, and I'm going to say he uh, was denied entry into all sororities on campus. And there's 20 campus chapters. Um, well, that's because you're a dude, okay? That's because you're not a lady, you're not a woman, you're not a female. That's why you didn't get into the sorority, right? Now. Let's go back and let's talk, Craig, for you and me for a moment about transgender rights. If you want to be a transgender person and you want to live your life uh, one way, uh, you know, as opposed to the way you were born, I, it, listen, I don't. That's your issue. That's your personal issue. Uh, but once you start to force other people to conform to your choice, that's where that's where I think my line is drawn. Yeah. And so you have a a man. Who has dressed as a female? And this guy's, not I don't want to be a judge of female, uh, um, you know, fashion or anything. But he's not trying real hard either. All right. Um, and we've we've seen sudden, people who've tried, who've tried, who have tried less. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, we have. Sure, we have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like the one guy that went to jail. Remember that guy? He just he had a beard still. Yes, he yeah, said I was the, did. <laughs> um, and but that this I get, Craig. That's here's my line. You want to live your life like that? I mean, listen, we be friends. We do whatever, you know. But but again, once you start to make others want to conform to you, and now you lay blame on them for failing to conform to your differences. Ah, uh, sorry, sorry. That's 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 my line, Craig. And uh, I, I think the university should probably toss him out for for conduct unbecoming a student for for putting him through all this ridiculousness putting the school through all this ridiculousness now they're gonna have to go back and go well you see uh grant um a sororities for a woman i didn't realize we had to do the third grade education part of this you're supposed to be in college now well yeah i mean i
0: think you hit the nail on the head the thing is what this comes back to is requiring other people to comply with uh your choices your lifestyle choices and and that that's a major problem and it's I will tell you right now. Do not be surprised if the if this university uh, goes after these sororities. Do not be surprised at all, because I don't. I, I even though it's even though it's in Alabama, um, that's universities, my only, only Universities hope have become yeah. so woke. Doesn't really matter where they are. They are uh, academics yeah. uh, tend to uh, they they tend to be very very lost. And so anyway, it wouldn't it would not surprise me one bit if they were to then turn around and go after, uh, I
1: you know, we'll see and we'll have to watch this in, in, yeah. in my uh, uh, history of those that I know that are from the university of Alabama there. And this is Alabama mm-hmm. that they are very much role tied and maybe not so much role pride. So
0: we'll take We shall see. I I hope that you are right. And I hope that that is something yeah. that will actually trend in, in universities period. That would be, that would be phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Now Again, let's, let's clarify folks we're, we're talking when we're talking about complying and conformity they they didn't they didn't turn somebody in a whe- way in a wheelchair right uh you know they didn't have to, it's not about ramps it didn't want access for for the blind you know with the with the with the braille or anything like that on the doors that because it's a public university or turning away. Um, this was color yeah yeah exactly right this this is somebody else that came up and said i'm different you have you have to deal with it you have to right you have to deal with it so exactly uh, it just yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's it. If you want to join a fraternity, I'm probably open to it. You well, know, how like about just, this? How I about guess, you start yeah. your own
0: Greek organization?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you, you you're talking like a lambda, lambda, lambda thing now, right? <laughs> they need to get their own
0: Greek organization.
1: <laughs> it's a great creating their own, right? right? That's a, Oh,
0: oh that was too yeah that was bad that was bad i'm gonna i'm gonna answer for that one
1: okay moving right along no no, no offense to no offense to the tri but uh no everybody remembers tri- that's a you uh, know it's a it's a reference to the revenge of the nerds movie okay yes. where they nerd, <laughs> nerds weren't allowed in and they had to make her. it's a movie from the 80s folks it's like a long old movie you should go check it out yeah yes you should yes you should <laughs> all right
0: moving what was right what along. was the
1: scene craig and uh it was the oh man one of the marvel movies right um when it's Spider-Man's first appearance, remember when they're fighting in the airport in Germany? Yes. And and uh, and Spidey says, uh, "Hey, you guys, remember that old movie where uh, the, the the space guy wrapped uh, the rope around the legs of the the walking uh, machine?" Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and and then it was um, uh, uh, Don Cheadle's character that went, "Jesus, Tony, where'd you get this kid? How old is he?" You know?
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay. Moving right along. Speaking of nerds, Liz Cheney is going to be in one of our parting shots. Uh, You know that. uh, Well, first of all, this I thought this one was hilarious because we all know that. First of all, the January sixth committee was basically it was all it was a it was kabuki theater. It was all set up. It was highly produced as a as a means in which to to entertain people uh, into believing. That there is actually a conspiracy to overthrow the government on January (coughs) sixth. Well, as they prepare for season two of the January sixth hearings, it has been confirmed that uh, Liz Cheney will not be back for
1: season two of January
0: sixth hearings.
1: Yeah, yeah. her contract was not renewed. Craig, her contract (laughs) was not (laughs) renewed.
0: Yeah, so I guess I don't know. I guess I guess she's been that part. The role has been either has been recast. (laughs) Yeah, the recast. Exactly right. There you go. Gotta love that one. Somebody somebody
1: from a different union is going to be sitting in that seat, hopefully.
0: Exactly. But now here's the thing, though. There are going to be a number of items that are actually going to be discussed at, uh, at the season two of the January 6th committee, and they're going to bring out the real truth of what happened on January 6th and what was really going on on that day. You want to read the list here?
1: Here's what really happened. We'll, we'll go every other. How about this? Here's okay. what really happened on January the sixth. Gas was $1.93 per gallon. <gasps> I'm shocked. shocked. There's
0: zero inflate. There was zero inflation. Supply chain was functioning well. Economy was strongest in 50 years. Border was controlled and secure. Taliban wasn't armed by with U.S.
1: artillery. <laughs> Plenty of workers to fulfill labor needs. Stock market was at record highs. 401ks
0: had record high values. Inter- tra- interest rates were at record lows.
1: The truth I feel like, of what was yep, happening. I feel the like North that's the, the, the top 10 reasons. I feel like that's the top 10 <laughs> reasons right there because there's more. There's still more, so... I know, but
0: the fact is that's what was going on on January 6th. Uh, That's the truth of January 6th. And
1: unfortunately, it's all been downhill from there. Yeah. Now, do you know why they chose January 6th, Craig? Do you know why that was on January 6th and not January 8th? Well, that was the day in
0: which the the Congress was was meeting to actually uh,
1: certify the election. That's right. And we don't do it on January 8th because that's Elvis's birthday and nobody works on Elvis's birthday. Okay, <laughs> okay. If you say so, it's a holiday. It's the king's birthday. You're gonna take it off, yeah.
0: I I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> All right, sir. It's about that time for another
1: shout out to our sponsors. Let's do it again. Welcoming in, welcoming in our newest sponsor, our, our good friends at uh, at Hitman Industries, right down over there. Hitman Industries, HitmanIndustries.net, HitmanIndustries.net. Uh, you know best. Best barrels, Again, in fact, if, if you've got yourself an AR in the past 10 years, odds are pretty good you got their barrel already in your house. Uh, so lots of other products as well. Like Craig said, they'll do components. They'll put things together. Not a firearms dealership. They're a components manufacturer making those barrels for you. Uh, and it's not just ARs anymore. So check them out. Uh, additionally, your good friends over at the California Republican Assembly holding the line the best they can over there. And, of course, our good friends at US Combat Gear. Dot dot com. com that's right folks links to their
0: websites are in the description uh, to this program so please check them out if you like what you see spend a little money with them donate a little money to them and let them know that the guys over at the rundown sent you and that's going to be it for this episode of the rundown we very much appreciate you tuning in we appreciate you liking sharing and encouraging your friends to do the same we'll be back with you tomorrow on feedback Friday looking forward to the uh, the convo But we'll talk to you then. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go.